Hello, everybody. This is Jesse Schreck with Practical Missions Cohort. And today we are in Italy in the home uh, studio. And uh, we're doing a recording based on our most recent update, uh, which is titled August Video Update Mestre Lagoon. And uh, really what that's all about is uh, we're now in the month of August. And if you've been following the ministry uh, here in Italy, or if you know anything about Italy, then you'd be aware that in August, everything changes. Uh, literally, the, the, the country basically shuts down. In this particular week, it's now Monday the 12th. Uh, the week of the 15th of August is always what's called Ferragosto, and that means, uh, you know, holiday, August, something like this. On the 15th is when everybody celebrates uh, the Assumption of Mary, when they believe uh, here in the Roman Catholic culture that Mary actually ascended into heaven without without dying and so on. Um, and, and so the, everything shuts down for sure on the 15th, and then the church bells, the Catholic church bells are ringing all over the land all throughout the day that day, and the religious folks go out and, and do their part to earn their graces and so on. Uh, so, yeah, the month of August, uh, we're shut down here. Uh, Mestre Lagoon is in the title of this update because uh, we actually share uh, a brief video update this particular time, uh, and I happen to take myself... We're just about a kilometer and a half, two kilometers from the lagoon where we live here. And uh, rode my bicycle down there, was able to sit down. And, and without the camera, you can see Venice pretty well. You can see the, the, the main Duomo. You can see the tower in St. Mark's Square. You can see all the stuff there uh, from this side of the lagoon. But uh, on the camera, you can't really see anything at all regarding Venice in the background. But we're on this side of the lagoon. Venice is in the background on the other side of the lagoon. And uh, just to give a, a brief ministry report, which I can summarize in today's update here as well. And uh, and then also, I'll read this uh, the short update uh, on some things that are going on in prayer requests. I can share that with you today. And we'll look at a Bible verse uh, uh, for the exhortation of our souls. And that'll be it. Brief update for today. Uh, we're also doing video, trying something new here to see if we can maximize uh, uh, for our supporters while we're doing something uh, audio recording, turn on the camera as well, record the video, put it on YouTube for those who prefer to see things. Uh, you can see if you do watch the video that actually I, ha I now have eyeglasses, uh, which we put on in the, I was wearing them when I did the, the video recording that we're talking about this time, but they're the kind of lenses that tint uh, in the sun. And so there was light and they were tinted. It looks like I'm wearing sunglasses and uh, to me it's kind of silly. Uh, but in any case, uh, here's our update. I'll go ahead and, and read through this. I have the computer here in front of me and I'll make a couple comments, share these things with you. And, and that'll be it for today. Uh, so hopefully uh, wherever you are, you're having a good August as well. If you're not in Italy, you don't really know what we mean when we say August shuts, Italy shuts down and everything is different. The pace changes. Uh, but in any case, uh, August, wherever you are, probably is also a good time of the year. Summer still. And you can enjoy some outdoor time and so on. Our exhortation comes from Titus uh, chapter 1, verse 5. And uh, I'll just read the verse and then I'll make a couple comments uh, as to why we shared this verse today. Uh, this is why I left you in Crete, so that you might put what remained into order and appoint elders in every town as I directed you. Put what remained into order. What still has to be done, get it done. And, and that means to, from Paul the Apostle, uh, writing to Titus, that means you need to appoint elders in every town as I directed you. What does he mean by elders? Uh, he means train and equip, uh, recognize those whom the Lord has called in the flock 
to be overseers of the flock, to be pastors, to be elders, shepherds under Christ, and so on, uh, as a plurality of elders, to oversee the flock, continue preaching and teaching and, and discipling others and so on, and, and planting more churches. Uh, so Paul began a work there. We, we understand that clearly. Similar situation he left with uh, Timothy in Ephesus. A work was begun uh, by the Holy Spirit through the Apostle Paul and his preaching. Uh, disciples were made, a, a church body was gathered and formed, and uh, but he isn't able to stick around on the long term too long. He has other things to do, other places to go, because the Apostle Paul is also a missionary apostle, and he's on the go. He has things to do and other, other people to reach, the, the gospel to be preached, evangelism to happen in more towns, and so on. But a work began, a true work of the Holy Spirit. Uh, anytime something begins, it is a work of the Holy Spirit, and uh, there was work still to be done in this case, and that was the training of elders. Uh, so continue shepherding the flock, continue continue gathering, continue making disciples, uh, continue preaching and teaching the revealed Word of God, and so on, and, and, until you see men appointed, recognized uh, among the body as the elders of the church, as the pastors of the church, a plurality, and then entrust uh, the work into their hands, uh, entrust them into the Lord's hands, and then continue on doing uh this elsewhere is what Paul basically is instructing Titus here. And so that's relevant to us today because it helps us keep a big picture. I remember one time in the States uh, on furlough and talking with the church and they mentioned uh, the the missions committee mentioned. Uh, so you talk a lot about church planting and uh, what does that mean? What is a church plant? And these folks were sincere, and I thought they were joking at first, but they were sincere. Uh, it's just it never crossed their mind, the church that they've lived in and grown up in and, and all their life have served and so on. Uh, they didn't realize that at one time it didn't exist, and it was planted. It was started uh, by faithful men and women who who were devoted to Christ and who, who prayerfully evangelized and, and, and worked together, saw the Lord do a work, a uh, body was formed, the church was established, elders were established there, and so on. Uh, and, and the church has now gone on to maturity, And but they kind of forgot how they started, which is a shame. Uh, but as we see here from this verse, this is the norm in, 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 in Christian life. And uh, we're encouraged to see also our home church back in New York, they adopt this same style. Uh, the, the main church where a number of church plants have come out of is only so big. They can only seat so many people. So rather than uh, be uh, like what the, the, the modern trend is, which we would say is perhaps unbiblical, rather than expand the building or buy something bigger and so on, uh, they realize, well, our church can is going to be just this big, and that's big enough. That's still a, a sufficient-sized church body, about 200 people. And once we get too many, well, we're always in the work of discipling, and we're always making... Uh, uh, and training more pastors and so on, uh, then we just uh, take a select uh, group of out of the people and send them to a different area to start another church plant. And they have their shepherds, they have their, their their plurality of elders, and they continue as another church body. We're all related, we're sister churches and so on, uh, but we continue planting churches in this way so more multiple churches can be scattered throughout the city, uh, making it more accessible for other people to hear the word of God, uh, become part of the body of Christ when they get saved and so on. Uh, and that's just normal uh, Christian life, normal church life. That's the idea. That's how it should work. And uh, and, th and that's what we see here uh, from, uh, again, Paul to Titus. And uh, and not only that, uh, your work, your your co contribution uh, to the work here in Italy, your financial giving and your prayer participation and your coming and, and serving together with us, you're a part of that work uh, on the, the global scale as well as you're helping us here in Italy to do uh, the same. Full-time pastors in Italy, I don't know one uh, that gets his 
full support, everything he needs to live and be a full-time pastor from his local flock. They're just too few and too scattered. Uh, they can't, they don't have the funds to pay for a rent to, for a building where they can gather and pay a full-time pastor, something like this. Uh, all the full-time pastors, and there's not that many, but those that are here in Italy, all get their funds from other places to be able to serve full-time. Uh, other countries, other church bodies outside of Italy that have to help support them. Uh, so it's a very different situation here. And so we're all about church planning and establishing a plurality of elders that that can together uh, oversee uh, the flock. And here we have a situation as well in this update when we're talking about, uh, in the video update we're talking about, and in our previous uh, 10-day update that went out, a church plant in the city of Udine. Uh, This would be a situation similar uh, to Paul the Apostle to Titus or Paul the Apostle to Timothy. We have uh, a man who's been a man who's been like a mentor to me personally, who has a church plant that started as a missionary. Uh, he and his wife have been working there. Uh, a church body has taken form. Uh, it's a young church plant, just a couple years old, uh, young believers and so on, new believers. And uh, they have to return to the States and they're going to be without uh, an under-shepherd, without a pastor to, to oversee the flock. And uh, now we believe uh, through much prayer and discussion and talking, uh, and with their approval, they've accepted our proposal at PMC, and, and we're going to go ahead and oversee this this flock for them. So it's kind of a, a Paul Titus type situation. Uh, so they need somebody to uh, to carry this church forward to the end goal of seeing Italian men trained and equipped in pastoral ministry to form a plurality of elders to oversee this flock into its distant future. Uh, and then, Lord willing, also they'll be training other men and so on, and it'll continue to multiply. Uh, so that's uh, that's part of this big update. We uh, we are now taking on that task, and uh, starting now, we're we're beginning to make this commute Saturday. Uh, or for now, early Sunday mornings, we leave, we go worship with them in this city called Udine. It's about an hour and thirty-five minute drive from where we are now. Uh, gathered together, uh, we preached there two weeks ago. I'll be preaching there potentially in, a, in another week. Come September, we'll begin uh, regularly being there every week. And uh, October, the end of October, these missionaries are going back to the states. And uh, then we will begin overseeing that work there to carry it forward. So we invite you uh, to pray for that and um, pray for us as we take on that kind of commitment without leaving. We're not abandoning the work here in Mestre. We want to continue uh, serving the people here, evangelizing, reaching out, making disciples. Uh, We do believe the Lord Lord is doing something in this city and we want uh, not to leave that. Uh, so we're going to uh, attempt by God's grace to uh, to do this, the two things at the same time, which means uh, come the end of October, we'll begin commuting out to that area on Saturday evenings, spend the night there in a private residence somehow, and uh, wake up already there in the area, able to go and, and, and lead all aspects of the worship and uh, preach, teach, fellowship, discipleship time, get back to Mestre for the afternoon evening where we can lead another service as things take form uh, here in this city, Lord willing, in the near future. So uh, uh, that's the update for today. We also talk about uh, there's Mr. Thou Art, an evangelism encounter. I won't mention it now in this update just for time's sake to keep this brief, but you can check that out. There's a link there, and that'll be in the show notes today. You can check that out. Uh, It's actually the previous podcast episode, so if you get the podcast, you can just look there as well. Uh, It's just an evangelism encounter, something, a couple lessons we can learn from that particular encounter, which was interesting, and something we're going to begin doing now, Lord willing, as as time goes on, just sharing some of these encounters and the lessons we can pull out of them uh, for the edification of our supporters and partners and anyone who might be listening in, uh, you guys. Um, Let's see, the short update section here, the prayer requests. Uh, July 28th, Jesse preached again, Punto di Luce, in the Udine church plant. Uh, it's encouraging to be with them again that day. They were few, though, because uh, it's summer. Unfortunately, the downside to the churches in the summer uh, of Italy is that so many people just disappear, and it's really it's not ideal, but that's how it happens here in Italy. Uh, so there were few people that day. Uh, but in any case, there are 10 to 15 on a regular basis that gather. Um, 
Yeah, okay, August 4th, uh, Jesse preached at the Brethren Church in the Portanone area. So some of the members of the ABC Church, which now closed down, sadly, uh, are going to different places, trying to find a place where they can fit. And we have an ongoing friendship with this particular church and, and uh, a guy named Roberto, who uh, is actually the first Italian, real Italian I ever met in my life years ago, back in 2006, when I came to the Bible Institute here in Italy. Great guy. He's pastoring that flock. His sons are learning the ministry as well. Uh, so we were there. I was able to preach, exhort, encourage the folks. And a new friendship was born where uh, future collaboration can happen. They have some guys coming from Germany, for example, to do some evangelism, some street music and stuff like this. And they need a translator. Lord willing, I'm going to go help them do some translation work in their area. They're going to then bring the group to our area in Mestre and help us do some outreach here. Uh, good friendships, good collaboration. August 18th, Jesse will be preaching at New Life in Vicenza. Uh, so we'll be there at that church uh, this this next Lord's Day. And uh, you can pray for us for that, for safe travel, about 45 minutes, and an uh, encouraging time uh, with the people there as we lead them in worship. August 20th, 21st, uh, yeah, that's the German street music group. Please pray for that. Uh, pray for uh, more souls to get saved uh, in Mestre, even during August when Italy shuts down. That's a prayer request. And then also pray for this. If uh, you're one of our uh, prayer partners or your financial partner thank you for your contributions that help already support this if you're not yet a partner consider these might be some things you can help us meet some needs uh, necessary provisions we need pray for this to undertake the calling to oversee the the church in Udine while we still serve here in Mestre to church uh, to plant the church here uh, so we need funds to cover gas gas in Italy is seven to nine dollars a gallon uh, it fluctuates but it's easily double the price more than double the price of what we pay in America so you have to be very cautious with how you use a vehicle here in Italy uh, you can't just go on Sunday drives for no reason everything has to have a purpose because you can't afford it especially on a missionary salary uh, so pray for the extra funds to cover the gas to go out there every week now and pray for uh, funds to for a place for us to stay in that area in Udine that is good for us as a family for the long term uh, now it's one thing just to do this kind of commute once in a while here and there spend a night but if it's a long-term commitment we're talking five years uh, potentially until we see elders established in that church uh, and then we uh, we we leave it in their hands and so on. Leave them in the Lord's hands. Uh, that's a big commitment. And uh, it could get heavy on the family, on the kids and everyone if we don't have a private residence to stay in or something like this. So we're considering two options, basically. An Airbnb that we rent out every Saturday night. Uh, stay there and then once a month, Friday and Saturday, uh, to maximize time with the people there and do discipleship. Uh, or we rent out uh, a mini apartment. Uh, something between 250 and €400. Euro. A uh, tiny little place, but that is sufficient for us to go and have uh, a private place to stay in and so on. And uh, I got music playing here. Let's turn that off. Um, okay, <clears throat> uh, so those are those are some prayer requests. Pray for wisdom for how to do that and the finances. Total funds will be three to $400 per month extra minimum. Uh, so three to 400 somewhere it's got to come from. We don't know where, uh, but pray for perhaps some of the folks that are supporting the Wells family as they go back. They'll want to continue supporting the church plant and maybe transfer those funds over to PMC so we can cover these uh, these extra expenses. Pray for energy and strength uh, for the commutes. Uh, it's not hard. Definitely to do uh, early rise, hour and a half drive, and then later hour and a half drive, and then back, and then doing more ministry uh, is hard. So if we can spread it out over, uh, you know, Saturday go out, Sunday drive back, that makes it easier. But in any case, extra energy and strength, pray for us for that. And more missionaries. This is really a long time prayer that we're asking we need more missionaries to help divide the load, to balance the load, and to help do more and more outreach and more discipleship and, and so on in the efforts of church planting. So please do sincerely pray for more missionaries to come. Uh, fruitful evangelism, pray for this, and regular Bible studies and gatherings to start happening 
more frequently here in Mestre. Pray for that to happen. Uh, for the folks we're now uh, doing Bible studies with and so on, that they would uh, truly get saved and truly desire to be the body of Christ here and to gather regularly, hearing the word, praying together, and so on, serving the Lord and bringing their friends to the Lord and family and so on. Uh, that's it, I think, for today. We'll, we'll, we'll wrap up there. There's always many ways to get involved. If you're interested more about Italy, how to serve here, go to practicalmissions.org. Check out the website. Send us an email, info at practicalmissions.org, or give us a call. The phone number would be also in the show notes for today. Thanks for tuning in, guys, and God bless you. And until the next time, ciao, ciao. If you like the podcast, we encourage you now to come on over and join us on the inside. If you love Jesus Christ, you love this podcast, you love the Italian people, you love the church of Jesus Christ, it's the perfect place for you to meet other people and uh, see and understand more about the Italian culture and what is going on with Practical Missions Cohort in the Italian context. Look forward to seeing you over there. God bless.